Good morning, and welcome to Off the Shelf on My 96.7, sponsored by Helpline of Delaware and Morrow County. Help starts here, and by Beanbag Books, downtown Delaware, bringing books and toys to life. Now here's your host, Nicole Fowles. Good morning, Delaware. Happy Friday. We are so happy to be here today. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Molly Myers-Lebedi, Deputy Director of the Delaware County District Library. Good morning, everyone. Hello, hello. And Mark is setting us up on the board this morning. Good morning, Mark. Well, hello there. Good morning. Hello, hello. Um, <laughs> but then he's going to leave us all by ourselves. All by ourselves. <laughs> Who knows? I know. I know. You're <laughs> in the circle. Librarians. Yeah, I know you guys, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but you are in the circle of trust, so oh, it's thank good. you. Right. Yes, yeah, so we, we know all of the FCC rules. We know all the things all of them. to do and not do and we will not touch a button on the board i want to <laughs> i want to touch a button oh, i really want to touch a really button flashy <laughs> <laughs> well our guest is going to be tracy higgins our it coordinator she will join us by phone in the second half of the show mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be talking a little bit about some of the things that we have happening in the maker studio so um, exciting and yeah so we'll leave you a tease at that you might have seen some things on social media this week about what's happening there. But we will begin with uh, all of the wonderful things that all wonderful we're things. reading. I'm watching, reading again. Listening to. I'm so glad you're reading I'm again. I'm so glad I'm reading again too. <laughs> like like not just one hour audiobooks or things like that. Yes, uh-huh. I'm actually enjoying literature again and I it's wonderful. It. I'm back into escapism. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I'm I'm back into smut. So <laughs> So what are you reading? I actually just adore the book I just finished. It was a Bella, um, sorry, Pura Belpre honor winner, which is, you know, um, now my brain is completely, but beautiful. It's a great award to win. The coffee hasn't kicked in. The coffee hasn't kicked in. I need more, more. Um, (laughs) It's a book called The Last Quinista by Donna Barbara Higuera. Okay. And the book starts out, so we've destroyed our environment. And three ships of humans have been chosen to escape Earth and recolonize somewhere else. And um, we start with Petra and her family getting on the ship. Of course, she doesn't want to leave her grandmother, her aunts and uncles, Mm -hmm. but her parents are scientists and that's what's really needed. And so they're talking on the way up and she's sort of accepted her reality and they get into the ship. And once they're in the ship, they have to go into pods where then education is put into them. So she's going to sleep. And when she wakes up, she's going to be a major biologist. Wow. And her brother is going to really know how plants and chemicals work. And she asks for one more thing in her learning pod. Her grandmother was a storyteller, a quinista, and she wants to be a quinista. She wants all of the stories and everything got messed up. Oh no. And as she starts laying down in her pod, she hears, we have to go now, they're breaking through. So the people who weren't selected are trying to get to the ships. Oh yeah. So she falls asleep and something went wrong. She's not asleep. She can hear everything going on around her, Mm -hmm. including Ben, who's gonna take care of her and her brother's pods while her parents are across the ship. She also hears there's a group of people who don't want to stay the same as the plan to recolonize. They want to create a new society. Mm -hmm. So Ben starts reading to her, not knowing if she can hear or not. And eventually she does get to sleep, but she hears all of these wonderful books, these fictional books, as she falls asleep. When she wakes up, it's too soon. And she is remembering things she's not supposed to because the collective has taken over. 
And when she wakes up, she's supposed to be almost robot-like, just doing the needs of the colony, who it's all in the needs of the colony. But the story goes on, and I'm not going to spoil anything, which is so tempting. I loved this book. She starts meeting people. She always knows how it's supposed to be. And she starts to work to try to save herself and the other kids who've been in pods and to deal with the devastation of everything else that's left around her. Is she a child? or she? she she's a preteen, I'd say, probably 11, 12, I'd oh, say. And so I, I'm, I'm imagining an adult. So no, she is younger. a kid. Oh, okay. And, you know, she is promised to take care of her brother, uh-huh. but everything goes haywire. Mm-hmm. And it is science fiction, but it's extremely yeah. well written. I can see this going down like a wrinkle in time. And so it is a young adult novel? It's, yeah, I would say, you know, a fourth grader, not if they have nightmares, because it is, there are a couple of things that can be a little scary if... Mm-hmm. If you uh, have a wild, a if you get into that, mm-hmm. it would have been perfect for me around fifth grade. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I can't say this enough. Hey, adults read kids books. Yeah, they don't read adult books because they don't have the context to understand that world. Mm-hmm. We have the context to understand their world. This one was just magical. Everybody oh, cool. who read it reviewed it really well. The only problem I have is I'm ready for a sequel, and it's not out yet. I don't know if she's even going to write it. Oh, no. I really, if you are listening, author, (laughs) who lives somewhere that's probably not here, please, please give me a second one. Please. We'll send her the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Uh, That sounds amazing. Say the title again. The Last Quinista by Donna Barbara Huguera. Amazing. That sounds really, that's a good It was really good. Yeah. (laughs) Mine is going to be probably far less engaging. (laughs) Um, I was... Looking up, I, I have a friend who I sing in my community chorus with, which, yes. uh, shameless plug, the Delaware Community Chorus is having their spring concert on Sunday, April 30th Fun. this year. And um, one of the things that we're really proud of is that we're singing two of the songs that were going to be our opener and closer in our May 2020 concert. Oh, wow. So yeah. We gave them up for a couple of years, and then this is like our, like, it's we're, time to we're come back. Do it again. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's my shameless plug. So, I have a friend <laughs> who uh, is a reader um, who sits with me in the soprano section. <laughs> and so, whenever we sit down, we talk books. And I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in a rut. Like, well, I need something. What do I need? And she's like, you need smut. And that I is- love a good smut. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Mark, Mark pops back in. He's like, wait, I gave you the circle of trust. <laughs> and you're now to smutty things, aren't you? Smutty things. <laughs> I just didn't want to miss out on anything. Sounds like an interesting conversation. So. <laughs> He's halfway out the door yeah, and then here. he comes right back. <laughs> Yo, wait a second. I heard smut. <laughs> this, this book that uh, my friend recommended to me. It's called The Fine Print, and you can read fine in whatever way you want to read it, but The Fine Print. Um, It is number one in the Dreamland Billionaires series, and it is written by Lauren Asher. The story will sound, there will be pieces of it that will sound very familiar to you. (laughs) So um, there is Rowan, and Rowan is the grandson of a man who immigrated over to the United States with nothing but, you know, a pencil and a little bit of um, artistic imagination to his name. Mm -hmm. He created an iconic character. And upon creating that iconic character, he made many movies and uh, uh-huh. shorts and different things like that with the character. Then he had a vision to take that character and uh, make it into a theme park. 
Oh, and then okay. he had a vision to take those theme parks and put them all over the world. And, mm. and then now uh-huh. in recent years, there's even a streaming service. Wow. So you can imagine what kind of world I had no <laughs> idea what that could be connected to. <laughs> we're mirroring here. And it's all called Dreamland. Dreamland. Dream. It's the Dreamland um, uh, conglomeration. And so Rowan is the grandson of the founder of the Dreamland. And Rowan... Um, he's tall and he's dark and he's broody <laughs> and uh, he he's a CFO he at heart he just he was he's the money guy he's the brains he he doesn't want to be in Florida where the parks are he wants to be in you know New York or LA mm-hmm. where just the money is being managed and when grandfather dies he has his will read and mm-hmm. they have just the three grandsons go into a room and uh, they're given what their shares of the will will be, but it will only be given to them if they meet grandpa's criteria. Ooh. And so each of the grandsons has um, a, something that they have to do in order to earn their will. Um, and that's where the series comes in. Uh-huh. So this book focuses on Rowan. Ooh. Book two focuses on um, Declan. And then book three focuses on or the, the other brothers. Is are, one of them really smarmy? Because I love when you get a smarmy one in there. Well, so the one brother, not Rowan, who this one is about, the one brother, his his dictate by his grandfather is to find a woman and marry her and have a baby. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because he is just like the iconic playboy, you know, mm-hmm. so that one's going to be like, you know, I'm sure it's going to be something like, ugh, I'm just going to like, you know, swipe left, swipe right, do all the things. And then boom, bada bing, bada boom. I'm married. There we go. Grandpa, can I have my will now? You know, yes. Rowan's was um, he wanted him to get out of the office and into the parks. So he wants him to become executive director of the of the parks system. And he wants him to do like one giant iconic like thing at the park and he doesn't really say what that is it could be you know we got to redo a ride or it could be whatever and the creators which are the people who have all the imaginations and the uh-huh. creations wonder at, what this could be alluding what to could they possibly no idea be, right so so the creators he he takes a project and he says you know pitch a project every week and, uh-huh. and go ahead and do that okay so that's thrown meanwhile zara is uh working at a boutique She's Mm -hmm. a stylist with little girls and princess dresses every day. And she really wants to be a creator. And one night she goes ahead and she tries to write a rough draft of a proposal for an idea that she has. But she does it with a little bit of help of some wine. And she decides, (laughs) I'm just going to loosen myself up, like tear this ride apart. And then I'm going to rewrite it tomorrow, like after I just kind of like get all my thoughts out on, Uh on the computer. Well, she accidentally submits it. Oh, I love it. She totally tears the ride apart. She says it's totally awful, and she submits it. And for her move being so gutsy to submit a proposal that was, like, so just, you know, seething with you uh-huh. know, disappointment in this ride and what it could be and what it was and what it is, um, they promote her. So Excellent. She, she gets called into Rowan's office, mm-hmm. and she immediately gets uh, the the promotion and there's just some fireworks that's happening between Rowan and Zara. Of course but there she's are. She's very freewheeling and she mm-hmm. wears her polka dotted dress and she has all of her pins and all of her flair. And she, you know, just is like constant sunshine and, and flowers. And Rowan is broody and, and money focused. And why could you possibly want to <laughs> be a creator here? Because, you know, why, why? how are you happy all the time? <laughs> Different things like that. Opposites attract, Opposite. I see. So, yeah, this is in the romance world. This is an enemies to lovers trope 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's also a little a little thing happening here too because Rowan um, he has some of that artistic ability from his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And when he sees that Zara does not have the artistic <laughs> ability, but she does have the imagination, uh-huh. um, he looks at some of her drawings and he's like, "You need help with this. I'm mm-hmm. going to get you help." And so he goes home and he draws a picture that will help her with her idea. And he gives it to her, but then he says, well, it came from my animator friend. Oh, hiding his talents. "Mm -hmm." And she's like, well, I need to thank your animator friend. And he's like, yeah, no, that's okay. And she's been burned in the past, so she really wants to to give credit where credit is due to the artist. And uh, he's like, so he makes a fake phone number so that she can text and thank this person. Nice. And so then they're having some conversations. Conversations. Yes, yes. So... That is book one, The Little T's, The Fine Ooh. Print uh, of the Dreamland Billionaire Series. I may have to get my hands on this. By Lauren Asher. I'm halfway through. There's been about one steamy moment. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens after that. I like it. All right. We're going to go to a quick break. And on the other side, we're going to have Tracy Higgins. She is our IT coordinator with the Delaware County District Library, talking about the Maker Studio and some fun things that we do about this time of year. Absolutely. We'll be back. We're so happy to be here today again. Um, and our guest joining us on this half of the show is Tracy Higgins. Tracy, are you there? I am here. Hooray! You made it. <laughs> <laughs> We knew we'd get you here. Oh, yeah, you will know that need those headphones. I'll need the headphones now, won't I? (laughs) (laughs) Molly's usually like, I don't need the headphones. I don't need the headphones, but I'd like to hear Tracy. That would be nice. (laughs) So, Tracy, we're so glad to have you this morning. Um, Tell everybody a little bit about just some of the things that you do for the library. Oh, goodness. I am the (laughs) IT coordinator. She does everything. I do do everything IT. So, um, computers... um, our Wi-Fi. I run the hotspot program for our patrons. Um, all of our public labs, our laptops, um, pretty much everything that touches technology in the library, I have some type of hand in. And then, also, yeah, I was going to say, you got a <laughs> yes. new addition to your department around, you know, 2019, 2020. Right. Right about the time we were all um, getting um, ready to for, you know, announce our maker studio. Um, we did. We partnered um, with the schools and released it over at the Willis Building. Um, mm-hmm. So I am now in charge of two maker studios. Yes. So we have one here yes. at our Delaware Library and one at our new Liberty Branch Library. Yes, the maker studio so. has become a beloved center. Yes, um, hub within the uh, like branches of it. It is almost its own little branch within the Delaware yes. County District Library. Um, and it you're right. and it has its following too. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it started with its modest beginnings at uh, Willis Education Center, and um, a nice partnership there between the schools and uh, United Way, and then it came back over to the Delaware Main Library, and it's been so successful. That, just keeps growing. Yeah, it just keeps growing, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, not to have. say without thanks of our friends of the library too. Exactly. Yes, they have worked so hard to raise money so that we can have the Maker Studio at Liberty. Um, so, yeah, thank you to the friends and all the donors that contributed for that equipment. Um, it's a beautiful space. If you haven't been there, you need to go check it out. Um, yeah, we have lots of um, new stuff there. We've got a digital conversion lab and a mm-hmm. sublimation printer. Um, so those are just some new offerings we have at the Liberty site that we don't have here at the Maker Studio at Tracy, uh, Delaware, Maine. Could you elaborate on that digital, yeah. you know, conversion lab? Because so many of my friends are getting excited when I start telling them what all's in it. 
So, yeah, that was when we did the open house for Liberty. I think that was what everybody was drawn to. It is. Mm -hmm. So if you have an old vinyl record or you have old pictures laying around or slides or negatives that you no longer have the pictures for, you can come in and digitize all of that stuff. So you can um, bring in your old vinyl record. You can bring in your old cassette tapes, um, and we can digitize them and make them um, a digital format. So you can save them onto a flash drive, or if you use a cloud service, um, you can digitize all of those things that you no longer have the things to play it on VHS tape. I don't know who still has a VHS player. Um, player. I used to, I used to have the player to DVD converter, but now we just have it at the Maker Studio. So. We right. have one in my garage, <laughs> and I don't know if it works. <laughs> So, yeah, so all of that stuff you can bring in, we can digitize it or, or help you learn the process of digitizing it, um, and then you have it um, in a digital format so you can save it forever. I think people are excited about that because it's one of the most, like, easily feeling accessible mm-hmm. things within that studio because that the Maker Studio, both at Delaware and Liberty, have some pretty high-tech equipment that can do some pretty high-tech things. But you tell me, all I have to do is, you know, bring in a VHS tape, maybe click a button here or mm-hmm. there, and ta-da, my VHS tape is now, you know, in a digital format. I, I, I think a lot of people of all ages and all technological abilities say, mm-hmm. oh, I can do that. Right, and it was one of, like... Uh, People would stop and they would be like, are you kidding me? Like, I can do this. I have all these yes. old tapes. So people were super excited about it. So, yeah. Me being one. Right, exactly. <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. wait. <laughs> you said another word that might uh, be foreign to a lot of people, which was a, a sublimation printer. What is mm-hmm. special about that and how does that work? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <And> I, <think. laughs> I can help a little bit too, but you go first. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I, I don't know very much about it. You could come in and talk to my staff about it, um, and they could help you. I'll let Nicole tell you a little bit about it. Um, (laughs) Well, it has to do with ink. So a lot of times whenever you're printing, um, the ink sits, you know, on top of the paper, or whenever you are um, doing something with vinyl, you are cutting the vinyl, and then you're taking the vinyl and putting it on a shirt, and then you're heat pressing it to the shirt, but the vinyl still sits on top of the shirt. And one of the magical things that a sublimation, it's a dye sublimation uh, printer does, is it actually is um, having the ink fuse with the thing that you are fusing it to. So ceramic mugs, uh, t-shirts, different things like uh, wooden uh, coasters, things like that. So the ink is actually becoming like one with the thing. Um, It's the difference between like if you run your finger over it and it feels smooth or if you run your finger over it and you feel like the bump between the material and the thing that you've put on top Mm -hmm. of it, which also means that it's going to have like a little bit longer lasting quality to it. Yeah. Does that make uh, like on a mug, does that make it dishwasher safe? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And that's a new thing that we have at Liberty is the mug press. So we don't have that here. That's Mm -hmm. new. So you can come in and, yeah, have your images pressed onto your favorite mugs. Yeah. So both locations have the heat press, um, which is just a large, you know, I think it's maybe 18 by 18 or 20 by 20 um, flat kind of square press. But, yeah, the one the the mug press is like this little circular thing that you actually put your mug or your whatever into. And, um, and and it like squeezes it like a hug. I'm thinking of all the pictures that I need to put on mugs of other people <laughs> right. through history. Junior high. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The um, Kellen, who you will see if you go to either one of the branches, he has a uh, 
like a water bottle that he has Pedro Pascal's face on, oh, which Pedro, Pedro Pascal is very popular. In that right famous now. meme. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Tracy, some of the, one of the things that's at both of the locations, too, is a large format printer. It is the brand Mamaki. So we just call it the Mamaki printer, but it is a wide format printer. What are some of the fun things that we can do with the Mamaki printer? I love the Mamaki printer. It's my favorite thing. Um, you can do banners. You can do stickers. You can do um, vinyl decal printouts. Um, it will take pictures, and you can print it onto canvas. I love that printer at both locations. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it can do so many things. It's very popular for stickers. We get a lot of sticker requests. Um, we do get a lot of banner. People come in and make banners. Um, I remember last year a lady made a banner for her mailman, which I thought was special, uh, you know, just to thank them. Um, So, you know, we get a a lot of uses out of it. Um, But stickers, stickers are very popular. Kids come in and love to design and print stickers. So that's a big thing that we use it for. Um, Banner printing is also very popular, like I said. Um, People will do birthday banners and all kinds of neat banners for school or um, their kid's birthday party or whatever. I just had a thought. Lloyd's really into Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. I could make like a giant map of one of the worlds he's created, couldn't I? Yeah. And then print that out. Mm -hmm. And then we could 3D print little characters that he could move around on it. Yeah. (laughs) Best wife ever. You win win the award. In Nerd World. Does he have a birthday coming up soon? No. No. (laughs) Which is good. I need time. time. Yeah, you've got lots of time. Speaking of that, Tracy, do you have one of the things that I love the most about the library world in general and about, you know, the Maker Studio and just all the things that we do at the Delaware County District Library is the stories, the anecdotes, the things that we hear. You know, my daughter was looking for this and she found herself in this character and then it, it cultivated a love of reading. Um, you know, people like the story that you just said about the woman who printed a banner yes. for her mailman. You know, are there any other good anecdotes, like just kind of a feel-good story that you have seen come out of the Maker Studio? Um, we've had a lot. It's hard to pinpoint them. Um, one that sticks out in my head last year is we had a couple drive quite a ways to get here um, from another school district. That was when um, it was around graduation time, and they had twins, and they wanted to do graduation banners, but she couldn't afford them. They couldn't afford, you know, two graduation banners, at, you know, whatever cost they were doing. And they drove like an hour away to come to the library, and they were so grateful. They came in, they designed their banners, printed them, took them home. I've never seen people so happy that we were able to serve them, even though they weren't in our um, service area. Mm-hmm. They had heard about us, and we were still able to meet their need, mm-hmm. um, which was lovely. Um I, I love that story. And she said, you know, I couldn't have done this without this being available to me. And we hear that so often, not just with the Maker Studio, but with other things that we offer. Um, you know, the, the public computers for people, you know, um, studying for school or filling out job applications or helping them with other things. So, you you know, it's always good to help people. It's always a good feeling. You know, I always get asked about what does all this cost? Mm-hmm. How do we figure out what the cost is going to be, Tracy? So we only charge for material use. So if you come in and you sit down and you use our computer to design something and then you've brought your own mug, we're only going to charge you for whatever is printed to put on the mug. And we're and, not going to do that, it for you either. You're, we're going to help you learn the process. Exactly. So we're going to set with you and help you figure out how to do whatever it is that you want to do. If you come in with an idea, you can work with either Tom or Kellen and they will show you um, what 
software you need to use, how to get started, um, and kind of walk you through that process. We also offer classes on Wednesdays. Both mm-hmm. studios are closed, mm-hmm. and we just have classes that day so that you can learn each piece of equipment. Um, each class kind of touches on a different piece of equipment, so um, you get to learn the process of making something. Um, we've really um, geared our classes to that model. So when you come in, it's either a demo, so we're going to show you kind of how it works, or you're going to do a project. You're going to walk through the process of making something so that you can learn how to use that. And then the Maker Studio becomes less intimidating. Yes. I think it can mm-hmm. be a little intimidating when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you get to do something, if you get to actually walk through the process, it gives you more confidence and you can come in and try something new the next time that you're in. It's so library library e of us the the teach Amanda Fish mentality yes. you know it's yes we can help you find that but also let me turn my screen around and show you how you can do it so that next time you're fully enabled to do it all by yourself it's like it's our goal or something to help People promote your learn learning how to learn lifelong mm-hmm. learning yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> well Tracy we appreciate you joining us this morning uh, come and visit Tracy Kellen and Tom at the Maker Studios they are located at the Delaware and Liberty Libraries they have hours that vary so be sure to check those hours online before you visit um, and in the meantime we are going to tell you a little bit about some of the upcoming programs that we have this week Um, which include some Maker Studio classes. And there are openings, which is very rare. So you're definitely going to want to jump on if you hear something you want. Yes. Um, On Wednesday, as Tracy mentioned, at the Delaware Main Library, there is a Vector Designs Basics class. Um, This is going to be helping you with just making sure that you have the right uh, design so that it's ready to print on many of those machines that we have. And there are registration spots available still. There's also 3D printing. So if you're curious what 3D printing is or how you design something, come on into this class. There's about five spots right now there. Right. And some, like we're saying, some of the ones that are rare are actually some of those um, events that you come to the you come to the Maker Studio and you are like walked through making something and you actually get to take it home with you. So mm-hmm. you can do laser engraved books. Bookmarks. There's still spaces available for that at 145 on Wednesday and stenciled flower pots. Uh, there are spaces for that at five o'clock so on cool. Wednesday. So gobble those spots up because you get to take home a really cool flower pot. And before we leave, I want one little shout out. We have a media sale from the Friends of the Library coming up next Saturday from 10 to 3 at our Orange Branch. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to increase your media collection, now's the time to do it at a great rate. That means DVDs, uh, audiobooks and other things that are not book related. Absolutely. So we hope to see you soon. Tracy, again, thank you for joining us. Molly, thank you for being a co-host today. Love being a co-host. Mark, thanks for running the board. Absolutely. And thank you to our sponsors, Beanbag Books and Helpline of Delaware County. We will see you in the stacks.